Today we have Craig Leopold, the owner of the Minnesota Wild, on with us today at uh, sportsillustrated.com and thehockeynews.com. Uh, Craig Leopold uh, is one of the uh, premier owners of uh, NHL teams. He's currently the owner of the Minnesota Wild. Prior to this, he was uh, uh, the owner of the Nashville Predators. Uh, uh, Craig, thanks very much for joining the uh, readers and the audience of uh, Sports Illustrated and the Hockey News today. Well, Graham, thanks for having me. It's, uh, you know, we have a lot of time on our hands, so it's, I can't think of a better thing to do than talk hockey. Well, that's great, Craig. And uh, uh, because we're also on Sports Illustrated, uh, we have a lot of fans of a lot of other sports. But uh, what we're going to talk about today, it transcends all sports, really. It, uh, it's about uh, what's going on in the world and how uh, owners of uh, professional franchises are uh, dealing with uh, the business and the, and the and their staff and so on and so forth. So the audience is quite large today. Uh, and starting, what I'd like to ask you is, how are your employees and your your staff doing at your within your organization? Your 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 team of people that every day work to put on hockey games. How is that going? How are they doing? Well, yeah, they're uh, Graham. They're they're all um, you know worried um they don't know what direction this is going in and 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 first i speak about the coronavirus and then secondly about their about the you know the future of when we're going to going to stop start playing um uh they're you know they're everybody's just wondering what's going to happen and uh this morning we announced uh in minnesota that we would uh, through the month of April, we announced we're going to pay all employees 100% of their salaries and 100% of their benefits. And, you know, as uh, we'll, we'll continue to communicate with them on a weekly basis, all of our employees, to, to let them know, to give them some sense of confidence that we as a leadership team and uh, for the Minnesota Wild are paying attention to what's going on and uh, in in our own industry and in our business and in the community in St. Paul, um, but uh, and and they now recognize the importance that they have. Uh, we've asked them to to be ready to make a uh, an immediate um, contribution once we once we get the green light that we're a go. Uh, we're going to have to move very quickly and. Um, you know, our, our employees, I think just like every other uh, employee or person going on this country, they're all just wondering when this is going to end. You know, that's uh, very important to put your employees at ease uh, as far as uh, where their income is going to be coming from. That's, that's, uh, that's a leadership thing that you're doing. Not all owners of all professional sports franchises around the world are doing that. Um, by you doing it, are you sort of sending a message out there to, you know, other owners, other businesses that this is the right thing to do? No, I'm not. Uh, you know, everybody, you know, everybody has a business. Every owner understands that, uh, that this is a business that they have. And, and I don't feel like I'm in a position for them to, you know, to, for us to dictate how we feel they should do. Everyone is in a different position. Um, and, uh, this just felt right for us in our market and our community. And, uh, I think everyone should make that decision based on their own economic situation and the communities that they live in. You know, you sit on the uh, executive committee of the board of uh, governors for the NHL. So you're, you're right 
there at the top of the pyramid. Um, and I know that a lot of owners call you to talk about all kinds of issues and so on and so forth. In general, without I'm not asking you to break any confidences, obviously, but in general, how are the other owners and how are the owners collectively doing and how are their staffs doing in general? Well, we, we have been talking uh, in the last two weeks. Um, I think there's high value in, in uh, understanding what other teams are going to be doing. So I, I have been on the phone to other owners, and we've talked through situations and options that we're looking at. And um, I, I, I can say this, that if, if there is any way, you know, collectively, everyone feels this way. If there is any way that we can get this season jump-started back on the ice uh, at, at a minimum, play the, play the, the playoffs, there's, that, that is the foremost direction that every team owner wants to go in, is that we want to finish this season. So, you know, I think all hockey fans can, can rest assured that our number one priority, well, the number one priority is the, the safety and, and, and health of our employees and our fans. But after that, we want to get the, the market uh, in, in Minnesota. We want to be playing hockey, uh, and we'll do everything we can to accomplish that. And I think all the owners that I've spoken with uh, individually and what I have heard uh, on, on, on Board of Governors conference calls is everyone feels the same way, that let's just let's make every decision at the last minute. Let's see what we can do to get – the season started in some format, make good decisions, and uh, let's see if we can still play hockey this season. Now, the uh, NHL followed the NBA's um, decision in uh, in pausing the, the season. A lot of NHL owners are actually owners of N- NBA franchises as well. Is it? Would you say it's sort of a universal uh, theme right now, both at the NBA and NHL level from the owner's point of view, to look at the seasons, look at their their businesses the same. Are they are they are they that similar? Where NBA teams and NHL teams are sort of walking in lockstep. Um, Graham, I I wouldn't I wouldn't characterize it that way. I I am certain that Gary Bettman is in uh, communication with the NBA uh, and. Um, and and what their thoughts are because i think the more data you can get the more data points the better your decision making process will be but we you know every every league has to make their own decisions including the nba and i would i would think though because we do have a number of owners of both teams and uh, i know the two commissioners are very good friends that i would i would expect that what one does, the other one will do, but but I I wouldn't know that to be factual. Uh, recently, there's been in the media that there's uh, three players, uh, two Ottawa players, one Colorado player who's tested positive, and then I think it was just yesterday, the day before, the NHL extended the self-isolation date to April sixth uh, to, to to for everybody's safety. They did that, and that's obviously the right thing to do has that put a little bit more um um pressure on your staff uh to sort of um 
sort of understand that this thing is being pushed back further? Does this does this additional delay cause additional stress for you and your staff? Well, I, I think it's fair to say that any delay that we have will call would will cause additional stress. But in all honesty, I think right now we're thinking about you know late May, June. Um, you know, April is, uh, it's, it's not going to get started in April. I mean, I just, I don't see that happening. So, you know, we're, we're, we're probably thinking a little longer term. Uh, and, um, but I, I just don't see where April is going to be a possibility for us. Yeah. And with this new reality that we're all facing, the whole world is facing, uh, where a virus in an, a distant country on the other side of the world can really shut down the business of the world and cause a lot of health problems and issues and deaths. You know, are players and uh, let's just say owners, are owners more now concerned or uh, aware of the possibility of traveling to an Olympics on the other side of the world, say in China in 2022, is this something that now you're not in addition to all the other issues that are out there, this sort of raises the bar when it comes to the possible health of players and staff, because let's face it, a lot of staff go on these trips. Does, does that now sort of in the back of your mind saying, okay, well, we have to think about, uh, when we're traveling to far off places, whether it's for a, uh, an exhibition game in, in a country in Europe or uh, an Olympics in China, are you now more aware or more cautious about traveling? Uh, you know, Graham, I think it's fair to say that this will probably change the way we look at traveling. Um, I, I think it will cause us to, to, um, rethink at least for the next year pos the possibility of, of playing overseas exhibition games. Um, you know, this is kind of the new norm now. And, you know, we never really had these, you know, we've always had political issues uh, going to different countries, but we've never had this kind of health issue. And, you know, that that's even a bigger, more important question than that we've ever had to deal with before. So, although I'm not trying to get the card in front of the horse, I don't. I haven't spent any time thinking about it, and I'm sure the league hasn't. But I, I can certainly understand in the immediate future, that being in the next couple of years, that this will always be now on the, um, you know, on the on the list of pros and cons is, you know, what what is the risk factor? What is the risk factor? And how many people do we bring? And do we bring sponsors and and you know fans to uh, in, uh, international exhibition games, but all of those are questions that we're going to have to deal with in the future, and we haven't had to deal with in the past. So, uh, but we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. The uh, KHL has canceled the Gregorian Cup. The East Coast Hockey League is shut down. They've canceled their season. Canadian Hockey League. Um, there's many other leagues that have canceled their seasons completely. The IIHF, as you know have canceled both the men's and women's championships this year. Uh, mm -hmm. The NHL is uh, still, uh, ex you know, reviewing its options. And and if I remember back to 9-11, the NHL was the first major sports that, you know, got back out there. And part of it was 
I think a big part of the reason why they did was because we needed to return to normal life. And, and the NHL took the lead and they came out and started up first. Um, is that something when, you know, you're at a owner's meeting or as an owner, do you realize how important it is for the NHL to take the lead here and to sort of uh, get people back to their normal daily lives? And is that part of your overall consideration? Uh, those are really good, valid, and important questions that that we haven't gotten to the point that they're on anybody's agenda. But having said that, uh, and I, I appreciate your comments about about the NHL and our league um, you know, being out in front, trying to bring everybody back together. Let's, we want to get this pandemic issue behind us as fast as we can. And, and I, because of the window that we are in, which is, you know, the NBA and the NHL, this is kind of our important part of the year. If, if we can jump start it and get it moving again and start playing, it, it's going to be good for everyone's psyche that we're getting past the, the negatives and the disappointments and, and the trauma of this pandemic. And I think if any sport can do that, I would, I would believe the NHL can. And if, if that's something that, that the owners and Gary believe are, you know, is, is of value, and I think we would, that I think, I, I think we should wait to the last moment until we, until we, consider canceling the season and right now we're not even we're not considering that well the nhl took the lead before and i would not be surprised at all if the league and you know under gary bettman's leadership took the lead again so that's just a an editor's comment here last question for you craig yeah. is, mm -hmm. uh, how are you helen and your uh, five boys doing during all this uh you know how are you your family your family unit how are you what are you doing how are you handling it? Um, are you self-isolated? How are things at your household? I think everybody's probably, every home, every family uh, is handling it a little differently. Um, I am, uh, we, we are very self-quarantined. So we are in a, uh, a home uh, in the remote area of, of Florida and um, we are staying in the home. Uh, we, we actually went out this morning to, you know, early to the grocery store. Um, I have uh, two of my sons and four grandchildren here. Um, we don't go out. The beaches are closed. Um, and I, I, am a, I have a high level of comfort, uh, as does my daughter-in-law with the four grandchildren, that we're in a safe zone right here. My, my wife is running um, a couple businesses and she felt like she had to be closer. So she is home by herself in the home with our five dogs. Um, and, uh, you know, that's, that, that's her life. And, and, you know, at some point we, you know, she may be flying down here, but uh, not, we, we haven't got that schedule out yet. And then I've got two other sons that one's in Washington, D.C., and one is in Key West, and, and uh, one is going to college uh, in Washington, and, and he is, you know, he's doing everything online now and, and trying to stay self-quarantined. My, my son down in Key West is 
uh, working for an environmental company, and they are still working. He's in the water every day. Um, my guess is he's not self-quarantining like he should be. Uh, he's 26 and in Key West, so need I say more? Um, uh, but, uh, you know, we're, we're taking this seriously. Uh, we really are. And, and I, I hope everybody else takes it seriously. We talk as an organization. So I'm talking to my key people every day at 10 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. Every day we have a conference call, and we go over what are the issues of the day, what, what's happening, what's happening with the employees, um, uh, you know, what's, what have we heard about the Minnesota governor and, what's, and the St. Paul mayor. So, you know, business doesn't stop. We're constantly on the phone and uh, we're on WebEx. Uh, and as you know, I'm a dinosaur, but they did set the WebEx for me. And, uh, uh, you know, we're trying to run the business and we're, we're trying to stay engaged and m- make it so our, our, all of our um, employees feel like we know what's going on. We're staying on top of the situation and we're communicating with them. Well, Craig, with that, I'd like to thank you for your time today and um, all the best to you, your family, your, uh, your team uh, at uh, the Wild. And um, I, I look forward to hockey back as uh, soon as possible and uh, just stay safe. Thank you so much, sir. Um, stay safe in, uh, in, in Canada as well, and we hope to see you in the playoffs. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Craig. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Graham. Bye-bye. Thank you.